What's up, everyone? My name is Kyle, and this is the Pain Cave Chronicles podcast, featuring yours truly and two of my best friends, Cody and Sean. Here, we're going to be breaking down our interesting relationship with endurance training. We're going to be chatting through marathon training, including nutrition, injury prevention, mindset, gear, and because we already dedicate too much time to discussing English football, we thought we would also add to each episode our own hot takes on the goings-on in the Premier League. So sit back, don't relax too much, and join us in exploring the pain cave. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> this is this Hell is yeah. This is episode one. Uh I'm I'm Kyle. I got Sean and Cody here. We're all gonna wait, Papa Cody. For those that She's popped. No one can obviously see this, but Cody just popped a delicious Ollie Pop. Uh, good for your gut cola. This podcast is not sponsored. <laughs> I wish it was. Not yet. Not yet, right? Um, so yeah, we're three guys. We're gonna go over kind of our backstory and our histories with uh, running, uh, how we got there. Most of us probably hated it. Cody liked it a little bit, I think, earlier on. The rest of us hated it. Um, <laughs> but we've kind of found our ways into enjoying it. Certainly, the more the the longer running. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about, um, trainings, trainings, um, some training, some of our goals, and ultimately, uh, we have united in a trifecta of weirdness to hopefully, uh, tackle the Buffalo marathon on May 26, 2024 to timestamp us and keep us accountable for what may or may not happen on that weekend. How's it going, fellas? Super good. Super sore this already. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Already dealing with some uh, some sickness here, so I'm getting it out of the way early. Yeah, it's, it's honestly hard knowing. I feel like we've all been overhyped about like, oh, we're all like reconnecting. Like we were, you know, we're, well, you guys have been like close friends the whole time, but I'm, I'm kind of a nomad and I feel like we're all back together and we're training and then we realize it's like six months from now and. We still have to manage our lives and our <laughs> our overall health and our jobs. We can't just be pro runners because we that's all we want to do. Yeah, minor but details. yeah. So I, I I'd say cer- certainly think about running more than I do work. So yeah, <laughs> I'm only thinking about running. I talk about running at work and people hate it. And it's only been like a couple of weeks of me getting back into it. I've been hyper cognizant of not being that guy at work that just mentions he's running a marathon all the time. But it inevitably happens. Oh, what are you doing? You know, just running, training. I had to tell my work two days ago. They wanted to put me on a conference on March or May 24th. And I was like, does it end the next day? Because I have a marathon. I was like, I'm totally (laughs) that guy. They make fun of on Instagram already. It's been two weeks. Yeah, but they'll they'll hopefully hype you up. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like my coworkers just look at me and they're like, you look tired. And I'm like, yeah, because I had to get up at 5 a.m. in the snow and drive to Albany University campus because they're the only ones that shovel anything. Everyone's favorite. I feel like all my coworkers just look at me like I have three heads and they're like, why are you? Why do you do this? Why do you run any distance more than a mile? It's like, well, we're we're a little crazy. We're a little weird. Um, We like pain. We like pain. Yeah. Yeah. Trauma. We all we all deal with it different <laughs> ways. Um, but yeah, I guess this is a podcast. What's um 
Does anyone want to, is like really just biting at the bit to be like, to bring the other two of us to tears with their backstory and how their, their romantic relationship with running. Ooh. Is that a, is that an ode to me right there? I don't know. I, that I'll, was, I'll I was leaving that open. I can jump in. I think we, we all have very different backgrounds with running, which is interesting. I mean, we've all been friends for most of our lives in and out in various different capacities. Um, obviously Cody's family is, is runners. And so his, you know, Cody's relationship with running has always been that of what I think Kyle, you and me are reaching to get. So maybe Cody can start with, you know, his approach and then we can kind of talk about how we aspire to maybe reach similar goals. I want to build generational yeah. fitness in my, in my children. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a good place to start. Honestly. Um, my name's Cody. Uh, I'm a 30 year old. I'm going to be 31 by the time I run Boston or run Buffalo, excuse me. And, um, I've been running basically since seventh grade. And like Sean had, uh, mentioned earlier, my family is all runners. My dad ran in college. And so speaking of that generational fitness, uh, that was kind of pushed on me from an early age. And as any child that gets, you know, running pushed on the, on them, they're going to push back and say, screw this. I don't want to do this. Why are you making me do this? Uh, why are you doing this? You, you, you're crazy. You're running marathons. Um, but when I got a little bit older and had track available to me in, in school, I started running there. I realized that running a mile wasn't as hard as I had originally thought it was. Um, and so from there we just ran and ran and ran and, you know, running just by itself, isn't that much fun, right? I mean, we played soccer all our lives, uh, probably since we were like five years old and that was running. We were running five plus miles in a game. Um, but just running alone, it was not, not very fun. You know, you, it was what awful. Do you do? You, it was awful. <laughs> what are you, what are you thinking about? Um, so yeah, that, that, that's what happened. My, my dad just kind of kept pushing me, come on, run, run. So I finally started running seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade, and then got pretty serious into running uh, 10th grade and 11th grade, um, high school track, indoor track, got involved in a couple races, um, our local pit run, which is a 10 K and, um, dabbled in the Boilermaker in Utica, which is a 15 K, uh, race, which is about 9.3 miles. Um, and it's, that's a pretty popular race. I don't know. Have you run that Kyle? Boilermaker? Uh, I'm I'm actually so Emily's mom is doing it this year. Emily's my partner, podcast listeners, and um, I mean, even though Emily and her mom are probably the one and two podcast listeners, um, she's doing it. She's doing it this year, and I was kind of toying with the idea of if we, depending on how Buffalo goes, that might be my just milking the fitness we get out of Buffalo and sign up for the Boilermaker now. Plus it, it's pretty iconic, right? Like it's, it's for being an upstate New York, small town race. It still brings in like thousands of runners. So, and it's, it, oh, yeah. it's what it's a nine miler. So it's, it's a, yeah, nine miler. It's kind of a, like and a fun a, distance. Yeah. And a great, great course, like, um, you know, crowds the entire way. And, uh, yeah, it was that for, it was my first kind of experience of like a big race. Like mm -hmm. there was a lot of people there on the start line and that kind of got that, like kicked me into gear. I was stoked about it. Uh, you know, we watch 
Nick Bear videos, uh, and we get stoked about those. But it was the same feeling back then. And from that point on, I was like, I just I got to keep doing this. Um, I ran a bunch of 10K races around um, around Oneonta and Delhi, Delhi Covered Bridge Run, um, and did did pretty well. Uh, but always in the back of my head, I was thinking, I don't really love doing this, but it's a great base and a great way to stay in shape for soccer. Mm -hmm. And so throughout college, I was playing soccer. That was my main my main sport. And on the side, I would run. But at that point, running was just you just ran. You ran to clear your head. You ran because you were stressed about class or uh, relationship or 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 you just you know, we're studying all day and you had to get out of the, you had to get out, you had to get some fresh air. So you just go for a run. And I think that's really when I started thinking, wow, I, I like really get something out of this. Uh, I, I really have mental clarity when I'm running and I'm able to process my thoughts. And as a pretty introverted person, I'm not usually one to just kind of give away my emotions. So on these runs, it's a way to really kind of express myself and and challenge myself and figure out what's going on with myself. So yeah, that was that was college and um, sprinkling races and then graduated and and sprinkling some more races in there and uh, then I finally moved to Connecticut and um, I I started running more and more there. I was a little bit. Uh, more alone. I didn't have, uh, you know, you, you two, uh, I wasn't back in Oneonta and you guys were off That's what's up. doing your thing. So, um, yeah, I really focused in on running and, and just started really finding a passion for it. And since then it's, it's been a, you know, every day, uh, like six, six times a week kind of thing. And yeah, still doing it, still doing it. And now I'm getting ready for a, a freaking marathon, uh, this will be easily the longest distance I've ever run. I'm up only to a half marathon and, and only two of those. So I'm definitely looking forward to it and looking forward to getting started with training. Hey. I don't know. Did I, did I crack any tears there? Or? I got some I, tissues. I, about I that cried pocket. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I cried thinking about, um, you said two things that I, I was like, Ooh, one, the pit run, because it sounds like you had the pit run in your sights as like almost like part of your local circuit. Like you were rattling it off with some other things. And I only did the pit run because we freaking had to for soccer. And I remember <laughs> like, like I just remember hating it so bad. And Ryan Gregg, who like to paint a picture <laughs> is he was pretty much my best friend in high school, but as a 16-year-old, Ryan Greg, Greg was shredded and like 6'3", and also like had, he just, he didn't care about, he, he, he didn't like, he lived in his own shell pretty much. And he liked soccer and anything that would help him get better at soccer, he was all in on. So every time, like when Mr. Brandon, our high school coach was like, you got to run the pit run this year. Ryan Greg would take it so seriously and just go into this like training mode and I would just be like, stumpy kyle like trying to get over suko hill like dropping dead at like you know 4k out of 6k and now thinking about like the pit run that'd be a heck of a fun race to still do now but i don't have the opportunity um also just running for emotions i feel like that was a high school that was another only thing i did in high school was like oh like my girlfriend broke up with me like 
you know, today and we'll probably be dating again tomorrow. Like I need to go for a run. <laughs> that was totally like a, that's like a 17 year old kid thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. We we all did it. We all did it. Did oh, yeah. it. I remember so many runs with with you and Ryan Gregg and <laughs> he, he could not run for for two years and and ask you to go on an eight mile run and run like 630 pace and just crush it. Have no no, no care in the world. And you're trying to, you're struggling to keep up with him. He, he was a, he was a freak athlete. He honestly had some like, like a, the Buddha mixed with Goggins, like energy, like, cause he could like pull a hamstring and still play 90 minutes in high school. And like, I would have been like, like I'm a sprained ankle and I'm like, I'm out for a week. You know, I need to, I need to milk this for a bit. Um, yeah. Wow. Cody, I like your story. Thank it you. touched me. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think later on we'll get into some some uh, like personal bests and performances, but I don't want to drop all that all that right now. Oh yeah, you can tell us about your steamy half steamy half times. My steamy half with an asterisk. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can. I think we can tell that story. Oh, we definitely can. <laughs> uh, Sean, you want you want a caveat? Cave, uh, caveat. You want to carry? I don't know. You want to piggyback? Yeah. That's the words I'm looking for. You want to piggyback I'll take that the thing? baton. Yeah. I'll take the baton. Yeah. It won't be as fast as Cody's, but um, it's, uh, it's pun, similar. Pun intended, in, right? Yeah, I know. It's, it's similar in some ways. I don't come from a family of runners, but I do come from a family of highly competitive people. Uh, my father was military. He also played semi-pro soccer. My mother has run her entire life, but much more so from the leisure standpoint. Uh, but fitness has always been a, you know, kind of part of things running for me was growing up much more of like a means to an end. I was obsessed with soccer. I wanted to go play college soccer. We all had the dream of like, Oh, we can juggle a soccer ball 20 times. We can go play for the pros, obviously, you know, pipe dream. But, um, I always use soccer as a way to train for, um, or use running as a, as a way to train for soccer. And I liked running a, a lot, you know, Cody and I would run, quite regularly uh, we had other friends the josephs who i'd go run with all of them uh throughout but cody used to remember i used to join the track team and do the preseason workouts and then quit the track team when it started to do like spring soccer so running has always kind of had this weird part in me where it's more so of an obligation although i enjoyed it a little bit um we all played varsity soccer for the same team we remember what our preseason regiment was we ran five miles before we had three hours worth of soccer practice so that's always been my relationship with running kind of a means to an end um after my you know after we graduated college our soccer careers were over and i felt like i needed to put that energy into something else that wasn't drinking smoking partying the first kind of inception of that was doing really hardcore backpacking trips. We go do these multi-day, 20, 30 mile, you know, trips sometimes through the AT, through the Adirondacks. You know, Cody's been a part of that. Kyle, you've joined that later on um, in our years. But I also used to run to train for those hiking trips. Um, you know, as time went on, I really started to just lean into running a bit more because I had less structure around like I got to do this event or this event running kind of became the event after a while it became kind of my piece uh I like to run and think about things in some ways it's a form of meditation 
I recently did a triathlon um, over the summertime, which kind of Cody helped me prep for. And that ended with only, you know, only only a few miles, but the training piece around it, I really love. So so now for me, you know, I'm someone that needs a high degree of structure and something to work for that pushes myself. And rather than running being the way to get there, running now is that training, that structure. It gives me community. It gives me purpose. Um, it gives me a high degree of discipline. You know, Kyle and I are running these 12 mile barn loops every Sunday and we're getting up, you know, pretty damn early to to get those runs in and it's making me eat properly after despite our bagel adventure afterwards. Um, Sometimes we I eat just healthy love, bagels. I, you bagels know, I, are good. Bagels I tried are good. that. Kyle always gets one with like a ton of hummus and vegetables on it. And I always get the one with like a ton of cream cheese, locks, capers, and then like a super sugary uh latte but um other than that i try to eat a little healthy but now i just i love running it's it's for me uh, a way of life it really helps give structure to this energy that if i don't put it into that i don't think it would go towards healthy things um and so i rely quite heavily on it now so it's it's kind of always been a pervasive part of the community that uh i've been around i mean the three of us now have always had soccer but we've also always had running and maybe mm-hmm. we just haven't recognized that because soccer and hiking have have been the focus. So um, now it's something I just I love to do. I'm really excited for the marathon. I've only done one half before, uh, and that was a, I mean, you can barely call that a, a training program. Kyle asked me a while ago, what was your training program? I said, it was the Sean program. And that involved two runs a week, a fast one and a slow one. And um <laughs> So I'm excited now to really dive into like a legitimate training program and see what uh, we can do and how far we can push ourselves. I know I've got a really lofty goal that um, I don't know if I can hit on this one, but I think I can hit in the second or third, but we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, I just love running. I love the community it's given me, and I think it's something that's to stay for the long term. That's awesome, man. Uh, I wanted to say back into your track days, I think you really quit track because they made you run the hurdles and you you hated running the hurdles. <laughs> you know what, dude? I actually forgot about that, but it's absolutely true because the 400 hurdles were the ones no one wanted to do because it sucked. No one wanted to do it. You were the only one that could do it. That That's just a testament to your your endurance at a young age. Yeah, it may have also been a reason for my, excuse me, my, my fucked up hamstrings right now. I didn't do much of a <laughs> warm up. <laughs> Those stretches are not for the faint of heart. But yeah, Mr. Cotter was uh, I was I was the uh, I drew the short sticks for for the um, for the hurdle. So I always said I would do the first meet and then afterwards I'd phase out. So I kind of just into phase the background. Out, yeah. yeah. Where's Sean go? I don't uh, know. That, I seen that him. made me that would make me laugh all the time. Like, where's Sean? Uh, he's at soccer practice. Well, funny, like, funny story. Well, we were all doing track. Cody, you remember this. Um, our track coach used to have us break up into different groups, the sprinting group, the long distance running group, and we'd all kind of go out and do our different workouts. We would sneak off and do what we'd call our Mordor run. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we'd run through the, like the drainage, um, uh, <laughs> channels of Oneonta and we'd call it the March to Mordor. And we'd, yes. we'd, we'd probably run six or seven miles, but like, but we were know, hanging jumping, out more than doing anything. obstacles yeah. and. Yes. Yeah, we were we were hanging out. We were shooting the shit and yeah, it was a not, tough moment. Not doing what we were supposed to be doing. No, no, but we got the miles and we just did it our way, which kind of defines how we do most things, I would argue. Sean, you talked about 
never warming up. And I feel like that's like such a soccer player. Like we like, you know, you showed up, you juggled the ball, you did some quick step stuff. Whatever the coach made you do, you did it. But like, then you would just like go on the field and like, as soon as the whistle blew, you'd sprint. sprint. And like, I feel like there's so much to being an adult and now running for a while that I've learned about like how horrible my fueling was as like a 21 year old or like, you know, trying to compete just as a D3 soccer player, but like eating awful, only processed like carbs and Mm -hmm. like, you know, drinking a huge thing of Gatorade like at halftime when I could have just Just had a little goo gel (laughs) and that would have done the exact same and gotten me through the game. That's what age does to you, though. We, we have to be more disciplined with it now. Like when we're younger, we could just go and I mean, our bodies would just be able to do anything. But I feel even now the injuries that I accrued in my college soccer years, I'm still working through in some capacity. My ankles are tight. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. My hips are, are, you know, totally off balance. My I've torn both of my hamstrings. Those are always going to be a piece. But I mean, you think about the lack of uh, even just information we had. I mean, no warm up. You know, our, our diet was was poor at the best but i don't know about you guys but my athletic facility when you know i was at the field house when i went to go play college soccer wasn't great you know it's just like put an ice pack on your ankle tape it up and they ask if you can play and there's nothing around uh you know warming down what you do in Mm -hmm. terms of like the amount of rest that you need you know we you, Mm -hmm. you guys all did this i'm sure we'd go do an away game and then i I would drink like a fireball mix in the back with everyone so we could go take a quick shower and then go party after, you know? Oh, yeah. And so your recovery was like, let's rage. And then if I fall asleep in a drunken stupor, I'll be fine the next day. But uh, there's so much more we know now that, uh, you know, we would be ignorant to to ignore. And I think all of us understand that uh, we were fortunate in our younger years to be fit enough to get away with those things. But, I mean, we're all squeaky now and we grunt when we put our socks on when we bend over so we got to take more caution in the rest and recovery piece no doubt truth i think i'm probably fitter now than i ever was in college same like, at, at least like absolutely a heart and cardio health like has to be i also really oh, yeah. I, I really liked you talking about um running becoming an event because i do think that that's something that like it, it was just something i did in the background for other events and mm. now it's kind of like it's on the calendar. It's 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 what I'm building towards. It gives structure to how I sleep, when I wake up, like honestly, who I'm spending more time with. Like you're like I'm I'm honestly looking more to spend more time with people who are like at least motivated towards something. It doesn't even have to be running, but like it gives structure to like the people I want to be around. Obviously, eating, like. I mean, diet, the other end, it keeps me, keeps me regular on the poops. Tell you that much. (laughs) That's Um, an understatement. Amen to that. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I honestly, so Kyle's story with running, I was honestly just going to start this even like almost after high school, but I, cause now I feel like everyone's, whoever's listening to this knows that we all had a relatively similar high school experience. I feel like of, uh, we truly, I was truly focused on soccer and trying to be cool. Those were the only things I cared about. <laughs> and like, I, I was okay at both, only okay. Um, but, um, so yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I had to do the pit run once a year in high school. That was a 10K locally. Other than that, I was, I was only 
even Sean, you talked about preseason in high school, the, the five miles every morning. I showed up the first day to that and just tried to do five miles. And then by like two weeks later, <laughs> I could do it. But I was definitely not the kid that was showing up. Like I played soccer all summer. That's what I like doing. You guys, the Josephs, whoever was playing pickup, I'd go play. And that was kind of what kept things going. And I definitely was not running that much. And honestly, that, I mean, I feel like my experience with, I spent more time probably in a pool and on a treadmill than on a soccer field in college. Between breaking a foot, having knee surgery, there was, there was not a whole lot of time for me on the field. So I spent a lot of time, I feel like, rehabbing, you know, doing just... All the I spent so much time with the athletic trainers in college. I was in the ice bath multiple times mm-hmm. a day, most like portions of the year. Um, I was I was the kid that worked in the training room and then showed up like as soon as my shift was over, like folding towels. I was in the ice bath, like doing my like calf extension on those wood boxes that like gradually make your calf stretch more and more. Um, I just picked one of those up, Kyle. I mean. They just, I just, I just picked one up. <laughs> They're great. They're awesome. How often? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what inspired, what inspired you? You were just feeling tight and you're, I got some tight calves and some Achilles problems. So that'll do it. That'll do it. Um, get, get the slant board and you're good to go. I've been slant using my board. Cats, I my like that slant board. Yeah. I've been using my cat's like cat scratcher. It's on an angle and it's like slowly just it's all cardboard, slowly just like imploding on itself. So I upgraded good slant board. Good improv. All right. Um, I would say running for me turned into something I actually enjoyed. Um, it sounds like kind of similar to. Well, I mean, it, it, I, I was in grad school living with Cody Um and I was really into rock climbing. I had lived in Montana and got really into rock climbing for a couple of years. Um, was interested in running, but not from like a measurement. Like there was no like measuring of it. I just went for a run. Um, and I was really into climbing for a couple of years. And then honestly, at the end of grad school, I had an internship out with a women's pro soccer team in Kansas City. And I was working for free in this front office with a very unorganized, some, I guess you could call it a professional team. Um, and I was working a couple nights a week at a Chipotle. And then I would just go for like runs. And then like every couple of days I do two and then I do three. And like, I remember going for like an eight mile run and being like, that's when I was like, I just ran for like over an hour. Like, do I need water during the run? And that like, it, it kind of got the gears going of like, do I need to like, now do I need to like, I, I like went to like a Dick's and like f- discovered gels. And I was like, oh, I guess like I can take one of these and run further. Um, and that just kind of turned into, and obviously, I mean, so I, I've, I was, I was there doing video production um as my main gig so i was like i should make videos about running so plug i've been making videos for about six years now since then um and it's all been about running and my only goal at first was to run a full marathon i eventually did that in 2018 um i did a half um on the way which was okay i chose a a february half in brooklyn Kind of not not exactly an ideal first. That was terrible. Not an ideal first uh, half, but we got it done. Um, First full North Carolina, 
that was also pretty awful. Had like 1,500 feet of gain throughout. Um, it was pretty hilly, and it was a hot one, but we got that done too. Um, and I've done a handful of kind of, I've gone that the marathon distance a handful of times. I did a 30-miler just Honestly, I was really fit and just didn't have any races or anything to do. So I just did. I was living in North Carolina and I wanted to see if I could run 30 miles. So I did one of those. Um, great success. Um, New York City 2021. That was that was a huge race. That's definitely like the I, I mean, the experience of the whole thing. Talk about an event, um, but also one where you're like still a year out of the first year of COVID. So it was such a weird experience too, being seeing a lot of people out and thousands of people out and, but still knowing that it's like a dubbed down version of what New York city actually is like. Um, yeah, that was still a, still an insane atmosphere, right? Like it was still crazy. Totally, totally <laughs> crazy. I would, if how, how many people, uh, there was, there must've been like 33,000, I think. Runners. I mean, I mean, there was like, I mean, I don't know. They say millions of people come out and I kind of believe, I mean, there's like, every time you go into a new borough, there's like, there's all these, there's a whole, like, everyone comes to that edge. It feels like, and it's like, welcome to Brooklyn, welcome to Queens. And there's music and there's, it's just totally, it's totally wild. But there's also moments where you like, it, it's wild. And I'm sure we'll see this in Buffalo. Like, there will be big, big moments where everyone's really happy. And then you turn a corner and it's like a dark bridge. And that's where people just start like sitting down and being sad. And like there's 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 so many moments in a full marathon where I feel like you can be absolutely on top of the world. And then your psyche just hits like a dark place. And that's when you want to just check out and hopefully you keep your pace. But yeah, New York's crazy. Um, would do it again. But I will say it was it was a very long morning just to get to the start. But that's a that's that's a that's a discussion for another pod. Um, yeah. So uh, in in the last couple of years, I've been running, doing halves. Nothing. No no full marathons in quite a few years. So Buffalo, it is. That's uh, Buffalo. It is Buffalo. It is. And uh, yeah, I guess we, I guess maybe we do some goals. Some goals for Buffalo. I guess. Uh, oh, we can go over bests. Should we should we do some of that? Is that worthwhile? I love it. Let's do it. All right. I'll uh start us off, Kyle. All right. Let's see. My per- Kyle's personal best. Um virtual New York City Marathon 2020. <laughs> 3 hours 59 minutes 49 seconds. I was so proud of that and I did not realize yeah. how close I was to 4 hours um half an hour one hour 40 minutes 28 seconds i honestly don't know i think that was one of the uh halves here in albany um 10k 44 25 that was definitely an accident one day 5k 1904 i remember i think when i ran that and like asking cody about did we wait I think that was with you because it was was a turkey yeah, trot. Was that the turkey trot, and you just yeah. you totally ditched me like last half mile. Like he 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 cooked out. I think you did like an eighteen thirty. That was your first that that was your first uh, time breaking twenty two. I think for that just 20, oh yeah. Like. yeah 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 no the the five I mean I've never been a fast guy. Sean Sean's probably got the most fast twitch fibers between the three Short of us term. in his body. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Um, He's a sprinter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- th- those are, those are the goals. Uh, or those those are the PBs. Uh, goal for Buffalo: three hours, twenty five minutes. Huge, huge chunk, but we'll get there. I think it's so. I think it's totally realistic. It can be done. Yeah, I mean, we got time, right? That's the thing is we have so much time and we really do have a pretty wild base. I was thinking I want to just review like the progress. I want to look at the stats of every barn loop, which is like a 13 mile run that me and Sean have been doing here in Albany every weekend. But I've got like five, maybe six weeks now that I've done like the same run. Um, And it's got some good hills and you know, the heart rate's been coming down with putting in, I think, about the same amount of effort. So I'm excited. I can't just wait. <laughs> the uh, I think the last barn loop you and me did together, we were like low, low zone two. Yeah, which was excellent compared to the first time we ever did it. Yeah, I mean, I think my average I granted. I mean, I, I, at least I'm, I assume the wrist heart rate is if it is inaccurate, at least it's the same amount of inaccurate so like right like so yeah. in a way we are it's going building. down regardless yeah it's going down even if it's totally botched but um no it's come down quite mm-hmm. a bit and yeah i did the last one just listening to a a, a podcast on the yellow fever so um the, the <laughs> i listen <laughs> the things the, we the, go to when we the don't epidemic have of philadelphia yeah <laughs> it's better when i run with sean <laughs> we make the time go by <laughs> <laughs> all right who's got some pbs for me i got one um I don't one, have though. any of, of my yeah, I don't have any any of my 10Ks. I did a lot of those pit runs and turkey trots and sad runs back in, in high school. I remember being around the 19 minute mark uh, with my long flowing middle school hair with my Green Day T-shirt on. Oh, glory days. Oh, too yeah. hot. Too hot to I handle. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you, the ladies back then, oof, they were digging it. Um, but the, I've only done one half marathon and my time for that was one thirty nine seventeen. Um, like I said, it was a pretty weird training program that only consisted of about two runs a week. I had moved out to Rochester in the middle of it. And so I had about a three to four week span where I really didn't do any running, just getting, you know, things situated. But, uh, that was the Helderberg out in Albany. And I was about a seven thirty five pace for most of it until, the last mile and I just hit a brick wall and bonked like crazy. Uh, I had no nutrition plan. I had no, you know, training protocol. And maybe at like mile 10, they had a station with goose and I grabbed one and it ended up being a chocolate one. And you grab it right before there's this long strip of nothing. So there's no water stations there's it's just you Kyle you know what I'm talking about like it's the tail it's, it's the like race. by it's the like highway a, right like it's gross yes, it's, it's horrible it's running before it's before you turn on the highway it's like this we we did a run in a similar area it's like a very densely populated part of the rail trail but either way I take this chocolate goo and this thing was like a melted uh brownie it was horrible and it just demolished <laughs> my in, my insides and so for the last part of that race i just flatlined hard and just like stumbled towards the finish line but my goal was to get under 140 and i did it by you know almost 40 seconds so um what i'm really trying to do this race for the marathon you know with a structured training program really planning out my nutrition and being really disciplined with my rest and recovery I want to 
go for a 620, but really my stretch goal is to see if I can get a 610. I'm training for a 610. I'd be totally fine with ending a, or Jesus, a 310. But I was um, going to say that's fast. I'd be a walking pace <laughs> with the six. <laughs> I was looking at the numbers on my sheet. Uh, I really want to, if I can get a 310, that would be amazing. But 320, I think is, I'd be equally as happy for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to train for the stretch goal and be okay with with maybe getting a little bit underneath it or over it oh yeah i've been i've been i've been saying my a goal but definitely have a b and c goal in the background of if if everything goes if the storm comes in and everything goes wrong there's still going to be something to race for exactly Mm -hmm. so sorry sean what was that what did you say again 310 yeah my a goal like my double triple a goal is is 310 (laughs) Uh, what's so your single like, a goal <laughs> 320 um so that's for me like the training program i have is built out to prep for a 310 that's if there's no injuries at all and that's always going to be a big x factor for me i'm highly injury prone um you know just always hamstrings it issues so it's going to be interesting but that's what i've built the plan out to to try and hit so we'll see what happens it's early on so you you'd definitely be happy with, with like sub three thirty. Yeah. Oh like, my God. Anything other, <clears throat> anything under three thirty, I'm going to be happy with. Absolutely. Anything over three forty or three thirty, I think I'll, I'll feel a little disappointed. No doubt. For the amount of work that we're like, for sure. Put in. Yeah. I think that's a killer time. Man. We'll I see. We can, I think we can all do it. Dude, if you, if you run, yeah, I mean, the nice thing is we I think we all have very adjustable. Well, Cody, I, I, I don't know what Cody's plan is looking like, but I know that Sean's plan is very much built around adaptability and kind of mm-hmm. flexibility in the sense of if, if your fitness tends to if the numbers are looking better, your program is going to automatically kind of be like, hey, let's maybe build on that kind of a thing or you can yeah. kind of, you know, change that goal. It adjusts. Yeah. It adjusts to the momentum and it's mm-hmm. a flexible kind of plan, which we'll dive into at a later part. That's awesome. Yeah. Let me, uh, you guys want me to jump into some, some of these PRs yeah. here and I can talk about my goals. Of, Do it, man. Cody's of, uh, got a whole list of PRs to share. No, I'm not. I can't remember any of the, uh, like 10 K runs right. from, from before I was like 20 years old. I think I ran the Boilermaker in like an hour. And that was, I think that was my peak fitness. I think I ran average like a six, 10 minute per mile pace on that. That was, <clears throat> that was much better than I was doing now. But um, yeah, I think half marathon. So I haven't run a marathon. Half marathon, I have uh, 135, 10 watch time, asterisks story maybe maybe a little after but i think it's more you gotta like a say one- it now man you gotta get that story out in the open asterisks because my watch paused when i had to take a massive dump at mile six uh <laughs> and was averaging for like a perfect i i think i could have gone sub 130 that day but that like that just crushed me the last maybe three miles and that was a real that was a real grind to finish i couldn't i didn't do any fuel like I tried to do a fueling plan. I had Sean carry a water bottle of, of, uh, was it G1 sport and electrolytes and like give it to me at mile seven. And I was, yeah, I was gassed at mile seven. Um, that was, that was rough. That was rough, but still finished watch time. I was one thirty five ten. I think my official time was one thirty nine something around there. So 
Uh, I think officially the, the Rochester half marathon that I ran in 2022, I ran a 135, uh, I believe 40. So Dang. I'll say that's my, my PR for that. How hard, uh, how hard was that course? The, the Rochester half. It was so hard. And I totally, I, I was an idiot and I didn't study the course prior to the, to the marathon. I like, I trained and I, I thought I trained well. And then I got there and I realized, I was like, wow, this is cake. I'm, I'm like hitting 640, 645s. I'm definitely going to go sub, sub three, uh, 130. And then realized the whole second half was like back up the hill. And, mm. you know, it, like those, those like nine, 10, 11, 12 miles, uh, those are just always so hard. And I, there's like, there's a, it's my heartbreak hill. It's, it's just like this maybe quarter mile hill, but it's straight up. It's, mm-hmm. it's gotta have like a, a 15 to 20% grade and it just kills you. And there's, <laughs> there's all these, uh, it's like, it must be like a, a young, like women's soccer team. And they're just like cheering for you. And you're just like, hate <laughs> life right there. <laughs> And it's just like one girl who's like walking up the hill and like, she's like, you can do it. You can do it. And you're just sitting, you're like, I'm, my legs are cake. Like I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. And I, you know, that, that half marathon, I tried fueling and I tried using a gel around mile seven and I remember getting it in and then just immediately like, I can't swallow this. It was too, like too viscous and it was just Mm -hmm. thick. So I think I just spit it back up. Um, I think my 10, my 10 K on that course was also my, my personal best in the last couple of years, which was a 42 55. And that was just like within the marathon, that half marathon. So that just shows how fast I was going downhill the first, first half. And then 5k was in virtual 5k was in 1833, which was on a track as well. So, okay. uh, Good conditions. It was a sunny, it was a sunny day. Yeah, it was it was fine. Everything. Yeah, those are like, but that was tough. I mean, that's that's like sub six a mile. And um, that, that was definitely tough. But I think we could maybe do that again. I think we could do that again. I don't um, know, man. <laughs> it's that's that's a lofty. That's lofty. Not without but our warm up routine. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing some speed work for sure. So oh, I think yeah. we I think we could do it. But um, so goals for Buffalo. I. I'm looking at my training app right now and they kind of have a prediction mm-hmm. based on my times that I've done. And their prediction is 318.09. Um, and that that is like with my last, you know, base building workouts, probably from the last month. Mm-hmm. And then from one race time, which is just from my half. So I think that's going to go down. So my goal ultimately would be I want to go three sub 315. I think that would be really awesome boys um, boys you're making then, me feel slow uh, Kyle, man you gotta no, you gotta pick no. up the pace on our barn loops that, I'm Dude, not, that i don't that, need to start the thing. you guys the are there. you guys are going to be doing speed work and in the workouts that we're going to be doing and the mileage that we're going to be building it's going to be such a difference from what we were doing before we're going to have so much more encouragement from each other mm-hmm. we're going to be focusing on recovery and and nutrition and all of these things that we haven't focused on before. And now we're all like light bulbs coming on and we're like, holy crap, we can run way better if we take care of our bodies and mm-hmm. not, not do the, the soccer, uh, the college soccer days, which Wait when left. I think about it, when you, 
when you mentioned that Kyle I was like oh my god how many performances that I have in games where I was like oh I feel terrible like what is wrong with me and then now you're thinking about it and you're like oh yeah we had a double header and the night you know the day after our first game I drank no water and you know had a couple beers or something and then you know expected to play the next next game fine so uh, we just have all of these things. I think we can do. I I really think we can hit some some good times. And it's a f- flat ish course. Mm-hmm. You think about like one of us is going to be, you know, you're either going to be looking at one of us or like we're going to be next to each other running the whole time. Like that's mm-hmm. that's encouragement enough to to hit some some nice times. It's funny, Cody. You mentioned that on one of the last runs, Kyle and I were on. We were talking about encouraging each other. And having a a sense of competition within the group in a really good way. You know, one of the things we've said before is like Cody is the benchmark. You know, you're kind of the apex predator of running in the group. (laughs) And we want to use that as motivation to like to keep up with you. But the other piece, too, is like not only wanting to compete against each other, but also encourage each other. Like there's going to come times where if we know what our goals are, I'm going to hold you guys accountable to that in the run. So for example, you know, if, if Kyle's goal is to, to hit 320 and I see him lagging behind earlier on, I'm not just going to leave him in the dust. I'm going to say, you know, pick it up, dude. We've been working, we've yeah. been working for this for, for months. And I know we're all going to kind of do that for each other. So not only are we going to be competing against each other in a good way because we admire each other's athletic abilities, but we're also going to be encouraging each other throughout to, to hold ourselves and to push the limits of what we know we can do um, because we're going to be putting in so much work to do it. And so I think it's really encouraging that we're all doing these programs together. Each of us have a really detailed plan. Each of us are taking a lot of time on, on the, on the research, the nutrition, and we're talking about this on a, on a daily basis with everyone. So I think it's going to be really cool to, to do this as a group because there's going to be some days coming up sooner rather than later where we're going to wake up and say, fuck, I don't want to run. It's cold. It's rainy. It's early. And, uh, I know for a fact, if I have a week where I'm lazy and I tell you guys like, that's not going to feel good for me. And you Mm -hmm. guys are going to be on, on my case for it. And, And likewise. So I'm excited to do this as a group and kind of see how we push each other along the way. Yeah. I think, I think I really could double down on like, I want to beat you guys so bad, <laughs> but I want it to also like with, the, with the, with the, in, with the, the intention of it being like Cody runs a 309, Sean runs a 310 and I come in at 311 because I'm so pissed off about trying to chase you guys down. Like <laughs> I, that would be like the ultimate success of like the better yeah. and better I see well, I mean, I, I feel like you guys can crush. I feel like, Sean, you have like, oh, like you just have such a will that I'm very excited for on race day that like, I feel like you'll, you'll just be one of those. And you almost yeah, have, I mean, you had like, to... yeah, exactly. I feel like I remember talking mm-hmm. to you right before the half that you were on the Sean training plan for. <laughs> and I think I asked you, I asked you like, you know, what, what? Uh, yeah, I asked you about your training and then I asked you like what your goal goals were. And you were like, you just really, I don't know, like a, an hour and 40, I think. And then we ran like two miles together and I was like, I don't think he's going to keep that pace. So I just let you go. <laughs> and then I never saw you again. And that was like, damn, he must have kept. I mean, to be fair, I ate it 
uh, at about the same time you did. So there yeah, was no, we there were, was no catching. I think it's funny. Each of us kind of have our own little superpower. I think that are going to help us. Like Kyle, you can go slow, and because of that, I think you have the highest chance of having an injury free training program. Mm. That's going to pay off dividends for you. Like for me. I've got this dog in me that will run through a brick wall until he breaks his legs because <laughs> that's just how like I operate. You know, Cody has primer prep. He's going to be so detail oriented <laughs> that there's not going to be a thing that he doesn't consider to make the most elite training program possible. So each of us are, you know, I think coming to the table with, with such different and interesting kind of dispositions. That's really going to drive how, how we, we apply that on race day. And that's really exciting to me to, to watch not only from a competitive standpoint, but also like you guys are my homies. I want you guys to do well. Like if I come in last place of the three of us, I'm going to be, I'm going to be livid, but at the same time, like I'm going to be super stoked that Kyle pushed himself to where he started off feeling like he's going to come in third and then crushed it at the end and beat me. Like I'm going to celebrate that. And at the same time, you know, be dying on the inside but i think that dynamic is is i think one of the things i'm most excited about for this program you know well the good news is is if that happens and we all don't die we can run the full mohawk to hudson in october here in albany and that is like the flattest fastest i watched two guys qualify for the paris trials uh two years ago last last the first fall i was mm. here uh Dang. two guys went i i could be at Is least one at least one guy did 216 yeah Jeez. that's that's impressive like and it, it's All such right, a fun event it. it's like i mean i did the half and that was i think i think that was my fastest half and but i was a little bit more prepared i honestly had a similar uh sean and i's training plans for the half that we both did here in the spring were uh I think I did about four weeks of like kind of training. And then I was like, <laughs> yep, my legs know how to do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. We now we're going to have 18 to 20 weeks of like solid, like well thought out, good training. Yeah. And we're, we're starting gonna, that now. I mean, truthfully, yeah. I know like I've been doing some runs. All three of us have been doing runs. Oh, Kyle, yeah. I'm watching Estrava. I mean, Kyle, you're getting like what? 30 miles in a week at this point. Yeah. So I'll be getting 34 this week. That's good. I'll have 31 yeah. this week. And that for me is like, it, it, that for me is like an exciting starting point. Cause like, that's just like week one. Absolutely. And like I, the real deal. I'm so, and I'll be curious to see as we get further along, I'm still a little, I think my weekly mileage will be one thing that, I may try to get slightly higher um, with even if that means slightly less faster days with the goal of maybe getting a couple 60 mile weeks in or 60 plus mile weeks in through the whole block Mm. Um, or maybe just picking, you know, building up to a 50 mile week right before the half in April that will be here and then maybe taking a couple days off. And those like four or five weeks in between the half and Buffalo might be like, if I can hit the pace for the half, um, I might just try to stack on a ton of miles and I mean, still do some quick work, but I, I, Mm -hmm. I, I think I really like the idea of getting in, getting into those higher mileage weeks for the body. And that's also a little bit like thinking long-term of whatever happens in Buffalo 
there's going to be more races. And if I'm more comfortable with 60 mile weeks uh, in this longer training block, I think, you know, even though I'm taking 21 weeks this time in a 16 week block, maybe I could start, you know, in that higher 30 mile weeks and push this. You said something, you said something interesting that I liked, you know, you were thinking about the long term thing, not just for Buffalo, but for after, you know, I think all of us have, we haven't, I don't think we've talked about this in depth, but I think all of us know that this is just the starting point. You know, Buffalo is not necessarily like that. Buffalo is the first benchmark, but um, we're going to be doing this afterwards. It's our A race though. You know, it's our, our that's true. That's true. You can't think beyond it. I definitely want to like, I want to go all in. Oh, no, no doubt about it. You know, on Buffalo. I mean, I want to think about like the fitness that I'll have afterwards and confidence, but I think, I think just really focusing in on Buffalo and having, I under, I understand, I mm-hmm. definitely understand mm-hmm. what you're saying too. Like, yeah. Cause the idea such good fo- fitness afterwards. Right. Cause I think the idea is like, you know, Cody, you and me both have a, a really lofty a plus goal, you know, three fifteen and under loosely, loosely saying like, I'm going to, I'm going to go all in to get that for Buffalo. But if I don't hit it and hit maybe like three sixteen to three twenty. I know that I can, I know I can get that 310 in the next Mm -hmm. marathon that we do. And so Mm -hmm. this training is, is everything is for Buffalo, but it's also building a really fantastic base for us to hit some excellent times. If we continue doing this right after Buffalo, you know, that Mohawk one, uh, I know all of us would probably love to do the, the New York city marathon. Um, and who knows, you know, obviously this is long-term thinking, but who knows what times we can get if we continue plans like that. You know, I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what comes after Buffalo while putting everything into to just crush this race and, you know, get the times mm-hmm. that we set ourselves to do. We're going to catch the bug. Oh, we are. <clears throat> Kyle, Bug's been Kyle caught. you caught you caught it. Uh, cut Hard. it down in North Carolina. Yeah. What, I, once the YouTube videos started coming out, I knew I knew you were done. Actually, mm-hmm. once the orthotics came out, I Dude, was, like, Kyle's I was right so over the orthotics. Those are right. Those things, oh. I, I think they were just holding me down for years. Reduced weight now that they're yep. gone in those shoes. Yep. Well, boys, that is 57 minutes plus of us rambling, jambling, <laughs> saying the words. Rambling, jambling. <laughs> it's um, good start, though. We got, yeah. we got some life stories in. I would What's, like to ask yeah. one question to both of you before we maybe wrap up with some premier. Perfect. I love that. Okay. Um, what running shoes are you guys gonna wear on race day oh sean you already kind of know i think perhaps perhaps i want to know people's running shoes what running shoes are you wearing on race day he asked us we gotta make him go last yeah no i'll save save myself for last it's 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 it's, for me it's 100 if i can get my hands on a pair and it's <laughs> that's we all know what we're thinking right here. No way. no way. I have I I I'm convinced I I it will I will run the fastest marathon of my life if I get my hands on a pair of Alpha Fly 3s. Let's go. I really they honestly, don't sell no out in 60 seconds. There's no chance. I mean, I honestly thought maybe like March would be the second colorway, but to see like that early April, April. date that kind of that hurt. So, uh, oh, so, is that what it is now? Yeah. So let me revise the question. I saw. Let me revise the question then, because mm-hmm. obviously, if they're available, of course we'd get the Alpha Flies. 
the first prototype sold out in 60 seconds, which is just <laughs> unreal. The second time, let's assume they also get sold out. So maybe for the sake of this, assuming we don't get on our Alpha Flies, what's the race day shoe you're wearing? Are you going to hate me if I say I'm just going to buy Vapor Flies? <laughs> no, man. Those, those don't sell out. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, for me, it's that. Um, I tried on the Metaspeed Meta Sky Plus uh, recently. Um, those are wicked comfortable. I don't love the how narrow not the fit of the shoe is but the shoe itself like the surface area i didn't really like that um i feel like if like it's almost like if there was a pothole or something i could like see myself spraining an ankle Uh, i don't think i don't think it would happen i'm sure it'd be fine like i run in the magic speed uh threes now for speed days um Mm. and those are fine like i think they're really it's like the same shoe just with like 20 percent less stack um yeah i mean yeah so for me honestly it's probably vaporfly um and i've never raced in a nike so which which is like it just feels appropriate for like i've never had a problem with nike shoes i've trained in i trained in the pegasus 38s i tried the invincibles that shoe's insane um so yeah, I think Vaporflies or maybe Menace Speed Sky Plus as a backup. Love it, man. Cody, what's on the roster for you? It's a good question. I mean, my my go-to would be the the Saucony Endorf- Endorphin Pros. I've never I've never tried them on. I need to go to Fleet Feet and try on like six pairs of shoes. Um, but I run in the Endorphin Speeds right now. I love them. I've I've had like a lot of success in them. I've run all my halves in them. Um, so that would be my that would be my go to. I don't think I would I don't know about Nike. I need to I need to try them try them out. I used to run in them and then they just did me did me wrong. Mm-hmm. They, Same. I think I think probably something was hurting on me already and I blame the shoes and I was like, yeah, it's definitely right. Yeah, dude. You know, so I I, I, I they definitely deserve a, a second chance and I think they could be comfortable. So yeah, like and I let's, said, gonna go let's be gonna honest. go to Fleet Feet and try them on. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Nike running shoes also aesthetically just look so sleek. I I I, I yeah. agree, but a lot a lot of these super shoes that are coming out are are pretty cool too. Yeah, the Saucony Endorphin Pros, those those green ones look insane. So I'd be curious if you got your your hands on a pair how they how they performed. Oh, um, oh, the um yeah, the not the elites. I think I would go mm. pros, not not the elites. Mm. You know, the, the elites like, are the, the green elites ones, have right? like the yeah, the strap. And they look like they have a strap. Yeah. Ah, I see. So the ones below, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's they a tried like, and true shoe. That's solid. They look like jacked up like sandals. Like I feel like you can yeah. like <laughs> like like the colorway is like richer in the heel and the toe box, and then it's like a darker mm. in the middle where it like hugs the arch uh of your foot. I don't know, man. Yeah, all the little, super shoes. They're a little weird. I don't that's why I'm not yeah, I was. Yeah. I'm. They are, stick with the pros, I, and I do believe they are the lightest super shoe. They, they mm. are. They are light versus. And looks, those are though, the ones I mean, that. Uh, no. Those are the ones Nick Bear used. So it is. It is. That, isn't maybe it? there's some science behind that, huh? Oh, de- I mean, hey, um, I'll probably he run the same. Like I'd run no the same other. race in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, True that. But yeah, definitely, I'm. I'm gonna look into some quite a few different pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look at some some Asics and mm-hmm. uh, I think maybe the maybe the Invincibles. 
as I just need a daily trainer shoe, like a max yeah. cushion daily trainer shoe. That's going to take all that, all that, uh, impact and leave me with some nice, nice joints. Love oh, it, dude. Man. I need to get a daily trainer as well. I got to say, I know both of you have, have not liked the shape of the meta speed sky pluses, but I have sworn by those for over a year now. Maybe it's just the, the shape of my foot, but I have always felt that, uh, the energy return is fantastic and the stack height isn't so big. So it feels like I'm on less of a platform, but I'm still also springing off. So I think I would love to try a vapor fly if I can't get the alpha fly, but at least I know that I've run in the meta speed, the meta speed sky plus is enough that if I had to, I'd fall back to those and uh <laughs> and use that as as the runner so hopefully i mean the miracle scenario is that the new release of the alpha fly is uh out enough and in enough supply that we can get our hands on some because uh i mean those would just be sweet i'd put them uh, on the mantle I'm is, just, is I'm, it the vapor fly threes and the alpha fly threes are they yeah. coming out with a new new vapor fly soon or is it or is alpha fly like the top top tier i th- i think right now correct me if I'm, I'm wrong it's just the alpha fly three and they're only coming out with new colorways for the vapor fly that could be wrong though um it could i mean the vapor fly could be out and i've just been so focused on the alpha fly that i haven't even noticed there <laughs> there was another drop i mean vape vapor fly is definitely out <clears throat> those yeah, are yeah. they've they've run like in in sequence like that's what i thought they one is yeah one is uh i don't know i've I don't know how many Ben is running videos I've watched to, right. to know the difference, but let's see. Oh yeah. They've got a three. Look at that. No, the, I think the Vaporfly threes have been out for a while. Yeah. You know what? They You're right cool. because I'm seeing them on discount on Nike. So yeah. Well, yeah. we'll do some stupid. Look, we'll shop around. They look cool. March, they look they really cool. You know how they, I mean, in soccer, that's how you looked good. You felt good. You played good. Yeah, man, I just want those. I, I, I do kind of wish I went all in on the prototype Alpha Flies. They look, they look sick. I know. If only they're reselling them on other sites for like four hundred dollars, and no, no way. Thank you. That's that's. I got groceries to pay for. That that's like my problem with Adidas because they have that one shoe that retailed at five hundred. That was like, how is that? No, that can't be sustainable. Like, no, it ain't a shoe for the regular folk. No, but they're advertising it like to tease us then like what's what's the point why would they why would they dangle that fruit in front of my face maybe they'll hear this podcast and give us a trial yeah i don't know man (laughs) (laughs) i doubt it episode two yeah we we still got to figure out how to get this onto a platform um we'll get there I like that though. Wait, Sean, did you answer you 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 said Alpha Flies and you're falling back on Meta Speed Spy Meta Speed Sky Plus if need be. Yeah. That's my safe option. I know it. It's reliable. It works well. Yeah. You'll at least buy a new pair. Oh, of course. I, Mine, I know you they, will. They, yeah. Probably two. <laughs> the stability, they they wear they wear out so quickly. So yeah. of course I'll be buying an extra pair. You guys know me. Okay. I will too. I will too. Fashionista. So we've um we we've given some we have our you know batman origin stories laid out in this episode um we've gone through our our pbs of old cody's long standing uh genetic history with running sean's <laughs> rabbit like uh explosive 
but short uh, running career, and hopefully his hamstrings hold on. But he he might like blast through the wall like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just oh, yeah. steady. I'm steady, and I've forced myself into uh, a community with two fellas that are quite a bit faster. So I I can run a lot of slow miles, but I'm very excited to keep up with uh, some guys that can that can crank. And to hear both of you having goals closer to the three hour mark is well it's i mean it's wild because if that actually happens i feel like people will listen to the podcast because then we're like well, that is that is some stuff there I, I will say i mean if any if anyone's looking to crack three in the next uh year i feel like that's some that's some pretty legit runner stuff um yeah any uh any final words we've 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 talked a bit about buffalo with goals but we can we've left a lot on the table for how training will progress, uh, what we're running in now rather than our wish list and all the training to come. I'm just excited to get the ball rolling, man. The yeah. uh, anticipation has been bubbling under the surface and we're just about ready to to dive in. So I think this first podcast is a nice way to commemorate kind of the proverbial shooting of the gun of our uh, of our training block. I like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope we do another uh, like a mid mid training block uh, reevaluation of our goal and see if it's changed at all. Love that. That'd be really cool. Mine would be two fi- two fifty nine. <laughs> two fifty nine. <laughs> hey, maybe. No. How awesome would that be? <laughs> if we get the alpha flies, you never no. know. Maybe. Yeah.